Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hi there, welcome everyone back to another episode of the Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. My name is Audra Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. And today we are joined by a lovely guest. Would you like to introduce yourself and your pronouns? Yes, my name is Brittany and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm just so excited to be here. Yeah, We're so excited to have you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, okay, so for people who don't know you... Uh, you post a lot about credit card debt on TikTok. And I would yes. say, like, just as separate to the interview, I have to say, you really inspired me to get more of a, a, a grasp on my financials. I very much used to do that thing where just anytime I looked at money, I just, like, wanted to take my computer and throw it against the room. Totally. Um, and I do totally. still want to cry a little bit when I look at finances now, but I at least actually know where they are. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to now it's just, it was just like a, a big question mark of what are our finances? No, you and me both. I feel like it's like, even still now I'm like, it's really stressful. It really stresses me out. But like, no worries. Like we're, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> and I think like that has been the most fun part of the like TikTok community of girlies and credit card debt of everyone being, being like, okay, like we can actually figure it out. Like we can do it. Like it's going to be fine. Like it's going to be fine. And that's like the whole baseline of it. But it's been so fun. Literally, I had so, a yeah. freak attack like two months ago when I moved out because, you know, my parents were like, all right, it's time. Like, it's time for you to fly your wings financially and get get with it. And I was like, I don't know how to do any of this. I've never budgeted in my life. I was like, oh my God, I'm subscribed to so many fucking things. Like, why am I subscribed to these things? It has been like the biggest like journey the last two months and I'm just at the beginning of it. And it's definitely something I feel like people don't talk a lot about. And then like all of a sudden you graduate from college, you move out and you're like, whoa, like this is a thing that I really need to like pay attention to and deal with. Yeah. I mean, everything is so expensive and it's just like to do anything fun, it costs a lot of money, especially as a young person. You're just like, okay, like whether I'm like going to hang out with friends or like dating is really expensive or like, and then you're paying rent and all like everything adds up. And I feel like, I mean, constantly, I'm always getting the question of like, how did you get in so much credit card debt? And like, for me, it feels so like, duh, like it, it, it feels obvious how you would get into credit card debt. But for some people, it's like, it's, I guess it's that for, good for them, good for them, but I guess it's, it's not as obvious. So giving people who don't know who you are a little more context, you, I think have grown a lot on TikTok through sharing about your uh, experience with credit card debt and you had $36,000 worth of credit card debt and you're now down to 18,000, mm-hmm. I think. Yes, we are. We're um, at the halfway mark. Which is so impressive, eh? It's crazy. Um, what, 
led you to want to start sharing about credit card debt? Because that's a super fucking vulnerable thing. Yeah. Like, money has so many feelings around it. Like, that shit is hard. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because I don't feel like I even had a moment where I was like, oh, I think I, I want to, like, share about this. I was just, like, working from home. I had just moved back in with my parents. I was, like, just, like, sitting here. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think that's funny. Like, it's interesting that I just moved home with my parents and I'm in so much credit card debt, I guess. And then posted my first video. And I think like, not my first TikTok video ever, but like my first credit card one in like September or something. And I was like, and all of a sudden started getting all these comments of both like, you're a fucking idiot and, and (laughs) same. And it's like, was such a, um, it was so interesting because I just never expected. First of all, like I honestly didn't really realize that so many people were also in the same amount of credit card debt or more or a similar amount. Like when I first posted that, it was more poking fun at myself of like, LOL, oops, like I, I am an idiot kind of thing. And then this whole community kind of started and it's, yeah, it's been crazy. I, and I just, there was no plan around it. There was no like, this is going to be my, my TikTok niche, like 10 steps to grow your TikTok following, like do find like whatever, like that wasn't ever like a, a moment. I just like did it. Yeah. What? I feel like a lot of your videos, sorry, Audrey, are like that. Um, when I was like looking like, you know, into you and your life, I was watching it with my partner and they were like, this is giving like FaceTime energy. Like this is what <laughs> your vibe gives. And I think it like gives such an, a like a nice approach of like, hey, like, hey girlies, like we can all be in debt together or be silly together. Like I remember telling Audrey, I was like, you made a video about like being horny on your period. And I was like, I've never related to anything more in my life. Like I saw this and I was like, yes, like it just feels like you're talking with your friend, you know? Totally. She literally put it in our notes. Like we make notes when we're like researching someone for questions, and that I was that. in the notes. I was, like, I, was, I was just like, I get. It. I was literally talking about it for like two weeks straight with people, and then I was like, wait, like thank God I'm like not the only one that like experiences this. I mean, I feel like it's like there are so many things that so many people were like trained to have shame around and trained to like yeah. be embarrassed about or like whatever. And I don't know. I had always been like open. I'm a very like what you see is what you get like I will quite literally tell anyone anything I'm a Gemini it's just like who who I am to my core but um so it's so funny because people will be like oh my gosh like I've never heard anyone talk about this like this is so big and I'm like why I (laughs) to me I'm just like la 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 like whatever (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) um so it's just been fun for like to see other people like embrace that and to like see that like resonate with people because I just never really like uh, I don't know I was like okay I'm just like just like being silly (laughs) (laughs) so before you even started sharing about credit card debt on TikTok what led you was there like a moment or what was the journey of deciding that you wanted to get that down and like work on that seriously yeah I was in a relationship that was really bad (laughs) I was living with my partner in the Bay Area and um, I knew like, I, I, I kind of like similar to with my credit card, I kind of like came to in a moment and I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Like I cannot be in this relationship anymore. I'm like tired of being bullied, whatever. And then, um, but in that moment, I also knew like we had just signed a lease together four months prior or five months prior and like 
so I was Googling like how to break your lease, like <laughs> before, before all of this. That was like, it's the classic, like, am I gay quiz that you're like, yeah, you're gay. Where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to break up with my partner. And I'm like Googling how to break your lease, like whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe you might want to break up with your partner. I don't know. So I like, like got all my ducks in a row in that way. And then was like, I know I don't have any savings. My cards are maxed. Like I, there's no more room on there. And I like really wanted to move back to Southern California um, from the Bay area anyways. So I was like, okay, like I can't go get an apartment in LA right now, or maybe I could, but like, I would be so stressed, <laughs> like going through a breakup, getting a new apartment, not having any money, whatever. So I like contacted my parents and I was like, Hey, Hey girls. I was like, what's up? <laughs> and my, I mean, my mom was stoked. My mom was like, I like, has been begging me to move home for like, as a joke. And then I was like, Hey, guess what? Like it's, your dreams can come true. (laughs) So it was like twofold. So it was both like the relationship. And then I was like, well, this is a great opportunity. I know if I move home with my parents and I don't have to pay rent anymore, then I will be able to like really, really get this down and then eventually Mm. like move out. How did you come up with the sort of like plan and structure? Because I feel like financials are not something we're really taught about sometimes you're taught by your parents but and if your parents don't then you just kind of gotta figure it out yourself Literally. how did you <laughs> learn how did you teach yourself yeah I think like I don't know I always say like because I, I, I feel like my situation is like so unique I mean there's a lot of privilege in my situation to be able to like move home and be able to like make a really good salary and be able to shovel all this like money onto my credit cards but I think like I really went cold turkey with at all, all purchasing because I don't have any friends around where I live like it now with my parents. Um, I'm not dating. I'm not like it was really easy for me to go cold turkey because I don't have the same temptations that I would have if I was like living in L.A. or living in the Bay Area. Um, so I really like just looked at my expenses and was like, OK, what? are my things that I need to be spending money on. It's like my car insurance. I'm contributing to groceries with my parents, obviously. And like, so stuff like that. And then figured out like how much I would be able to be putting onto my credit cards and then kind of like mapped out the amount of months of like, okay, I can put 4,000 a month to my credit cards. I was really random with it. I like started with my smallest card and now I'm doing my highest interest card. And so it's just like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people get really in the weeds of figuring out what strategy is best for them. But I just think it's like, just do what makes sense to your brain. And that is the most important thing. Like you're going to get a shit ton of advice of like this, whatever, and do this thing. And it's like, if that doesn't like settle with you or make sense for you personally, like just do what feels good. I think is I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> like what I'm always telling people, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's like the whole thing, but like, just do a basic go based on vibes. That's all you can do sometimes. I, yes. So often we're basing life on vibes. Look, like, that's all we can do. Like yeah. the world's on fire. Gotta just work with what's going to work right now. Absolutely. Moving. Absolutely. When you moved back in with your parents, I'm curious, like, did you feel like you had, like, do you feel like any judgment from your parents about like being in the debt and stuff like that no actually and I hadn't 
when I first moved back in with them, they didn't even know what the number was. Um, yeah. And I was really nervous to tell them. Um, and then randomly just was like, <laughs> my strategy with telling my parents how much credit card debt I was in was I was like, guess. <laughs> <laughs> And they guessed 50,000 and I was like, guess what? It's actually so small. It's 36. So I, and, and they were like, I mean, obviously not like stoked that I was in credit card debt, but they were like, oh, we did that in our twenties too. Like, sure, whatever. Um, So they were very understanding, which I was really, really thankful for. And actually like pretty surprised. I thought there was going to be a little bit more pushback, but yeah, they have been great with financial stuff. I mean, as long as I'm like contributing and like cleaning and doing stuff and sure. being a functioning adult <laughs> then it's like totally fine but yeah yeah I you go Sarah oh no no I wasn't you go queen oh um <laughs> so I've seen you talk some about how talking about how like credit cards are somewhat predatory uh yeah. and how you know they want to make money off of you has that been something that has developed since you started paying off the debt or was that something that you felt kind of always aware of? Um, that made, that one made the men so mad for some reason. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you guys are so, like, every men are always so mad at me for everything that I post online, which is so funny, but, um, I men are just TikTok. always mad. They're mad. And I'm like, this is so, this is such a weird hill for you to die on. Um, yeah. so yeah, I posted a video just being like, Chase, because Chase is still increasing my limit, which I'm like, uh, okay. Um, and I feel like when I was in credit card debt, I didn't see the the limit increases as predatory. I saw it as like a relief because I was like, oh my God, like I'm maxed out on these credit cards. They're increasing my limit now. Like I have some more space, um, which is what I meant by it's predatory because like then I'm going from $20,000 in debt to 22000 to twenty four, mm-hmm. And it's like, for someone who is already in debt, it's predatory. Um, I didn't. I don't need forty, whatever forty something thousand dollars of credit card, uh, like availability. Like I just don't. I'm just a girl, so I feel like <laughs> with stuff like that, I don't know. I, which was so funny because yeah, th- that video made so many people mad. Um, because they were like, it's actually a good thing, and I'm like, I get how it can be a good thing. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I get that it increases your utilization, whatever. Blah 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 which is like something I'm really loving about my page as well is the girlies are in the comments being like, no, you're stupid to these men. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I feel like for such a long time, like people who like non-men were just like not, didn't feel confident to like step into the financial space and be like, no, we actually know our shit. Like we actually get this. So you (laughs) are embarrassing yourself. It took me like two years post-grad to figure out how credit utilization worked and how that impacted your credit score i thought it was best to be spending the maximum amount and then paying it off every month because that showed that you could pay it off and that made sense to me and then i did some googling finally when i was trying to get my financials in order and i learned no you want to use a small amount of the amount they allow you to which that doesn't seem intuitive at all who would have thought not me certainly not me Credit cards are so interesting. I actually need to get my first one because I've moved out and like I'm starting this journey of life as an adult. And like I like am so like even anxious and kind of even broaching it. It's like seems like such a big feat, especially like I've come from like the privilege of not really 
like needing to think about these things. And so mm-hmm. now like having to do that and like really, you know, buck up to it, it just seems so nerve wracking. And kind of like what you said earlier, being like a 20 something trying to figure out life, like, of course, like you're gonna like kind of get in debt because you're not making like a ton of money. You're paying rent. Like, and like you said, the world is so fucking expensive to go out in New York city and have a drink. It's like $20 for that fucking drink. Like Like, you're going out with your friends for a night and you want to have a good time. That's easily somewhere between a hundred and $200. Always. Well, yeah. And it's like, I, I just feel like similarly to the question of like, how did you get into so much credit card debt? It's like, well, like, none of us know, like, what we're supposed to be doing. We're all trying yeah. our best. We're all, like, doing life for the first time. We're all, like, figuring it out and, like, allow people the space to figure it out. I feel like people get so in the weeds of, like, why did you make this mistake or whatever. It's, like, because I, I don't know. Like, I just, like, literally was just vibing and it happened and oops. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, people will be, like, I can't believe you're laughing in your videos and I'm, like, what? <laughs> Okay. You gotta have fun with the life you're at. Like, if you can't be silly goofy about things, what's the point? What's the point? I'm like, be silly goofy literally all the time. And like, what would make it better? Like crying and like being super down about it and then like never like working your way to like relieving that debt, like, or like facing it at all. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel, I mean, people on the internet are so interesting. Um, So, and like, I feel like your comment section can be like so harsh. Like, do you, are you very much like, I don't give a fuck, like silly goofy? Yeah, I think for the most part, Mm, yes for the most part it doesn't actually really bother me that much it is more so like annoying like Mm. when I there'll there'll be videos that like will go like viral viral and that's where I'm like oh my god when it's like not just like the girlies in the comments I'm like sure and then you're just like looking and it's like a million comments just calling you an idiot which I don't sit there and I'm not like am I an idiot? I, it's just like (laughs) annoying to look at all the time yeah like like, it's also like why do what people do you, care that much? I don't do you like care? it takes energy to be unkind. Why do you care enough to comment oh and call me dumb? Like No, it's so weird. And I'm also like that would be the weirdest content ever if I like got online and was like crying about my credit card debt and was like <laughs> so sad and like paying it off. Like that would be so weird. So I'm like, what do you like I don't know like what you want me to do? I I so <laughs> There are so many emotions around money and I think so much shame and just like hush-hushness around it. Have you struggled with that? Like what was the journey around your like emotional journey with that? Yeah, it's so funny because I'll look like, I I just saw a TikTok recently that was like, oh, me getting ready to like journal about the same thing for like the 500th time in in a row. And it's funny because if you go back in my journals, um, like there's so many things of me being like, I don't really know. Like I'm trying to figure out my money. Like I'm really stressed out. Um, so I've always been stressed about money. I have been like with my friends all knew that I was in credit card debt. My ex was also in credit card debt. Like it, it wasn't like a secret. Um, so I never really felt like I couldn't like talk about it, but it felt frustrating that like it, like so many people didn't really like understand also why I was in so much credit card debt. Cause they like weren't and so I felt very, like, I'm the, the girl in the friend group that has, like, a lot of credit card debt, and ugh, this sucks. Um, and everyone else is, like, trying to figure out, like, how to buy a house or, like, go on a trip or whatever. And I'm, like, 
and they were never like mean or shamey about it. Like, of course, but it was just um, like a hard thing for me to grapple with a little bit until like, I mean, until this like past six months or so when I've been like actively paying it off and I'm like, no, it actually like is fine. Like (laughs) it's okay. Like you get people get into credit card debt all the time. It's not the end of the world. Um, And I'm so privileged to be able to pay it off. So it's like, you know, so part of this journey has been moving about back in with your parents, which we've already talked about. What has that been like? Because I know, admittedly, as someone who I went to boarding high school, so I didn't even mm-hmm. live with my family as a teenager. When I go home and am with my family for, I adore my family so much. They matter to me so much. Yeah. But I can spend about a week with them before I start fully losing my mind. Totally. Uh- <laughs> totally. No, it, it, which, yeah, it has been a lot of ups. And a lot of downs, I think, like, coming out of the relationship I was in, I needed my brain to just be fully smoothed out. And that was what it, like, I was able to, like, come back. And the town that I live in, Temecula, is, like, so quiet. The streets are huge. Like, it's just, like, the suburbs. So I was, like, okay. Like, for the first, I would say for the first, like, month and a half, I was just, like, having the time of my life. I was, like, wow. I have, like, never felt, like, a relief like this in such a long time. And then I would say about like mid mid November, early December, I was like, I'm here. Like I'm literally just here right now. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, it's lonely. Like I don't, I don't have friends. My, my I don't, I have friends, but my <laughs> friends are all like <laughs> either in Orange County or LA, which is like two hours away from here. So it's mm-hmm. not like, like I can plan a weekend trip to go visit them, but um, yeah. And it's, it's difficult living with parents because I think like they see me as their daughter. So my mom gets very much into like a do your chores type of like mentality. And I'm like, you're treating me like a child. Like, of course, like I'm helping out around the house and I'm helping out with you like financially and whatever. Um, And so I think those are the moments where I'm like, I'm, I have, or I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, I am a teenage girl. (laughs) A teenage girl who's like so annoyed and like feeling so bratty some days and like because you don't have the space to feel bratty because when I like lived alone if I felt bratty on a day I'm like whatever like I'm just like in my apartment like being bratty to whatever (laughs) versus like when you live with your family you're like oh no like this is I don't have any space or any alone time or anything so it's interesting do you I have any that. advice that you would give yeah. to someone who's maybe in a similar situation? Because I know, I mean, our generation is more so living at home with parents than I think previous generations have ever. Like, it's a very common thing. I mean, Sarah just moved out. Yeah, I was going to and- say, like, when you talked about the chores thing, like, uh, so I lived in my parents' house for like two and a half years, just moved out. And mm-hmm. kind of like what you said, there's these moments where you're just like, it's so nice to like be comforted by your parents and to like have this home. And like, I live in a great suburban town and a little bit differently to you. I, a lot of my friends still live at home because oh, New York City is yeah. so expensive. Like so many people graduate college and move home for like two to three years because they can't afford to live in the city yet. Um, but something that would piss me off was like the dishes thing. Like my parents yep. with the dishes. That's I was always like, the I, dishes. I promise you, like I'm gonna do it, but like I'm an adult. Like I I I promise you, like my work from home job, like I am doing work. I'm not just sitting here and doing nothing. They're like, you work from home all day. You can't do it. I'm like, 
I was working all day. I mm. promise you. So I like feel that like that annoyance. Oh my God. You. I'm like, it is like such, it literally is always the dishes. Like oh, my mom, oh, my mom has in her head that every single time I go take a shower at night, I'm trying to do that to avoid the dishes. So every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. She like, it triggers something in her and she's like mad at me. And I'm like, what? Like the fuck? Like, I'm literally going to do the dishes. Like, I don't like, I help. I do the dishes all the time. Like I do everyone's dishes all the time. <laughs> like, I don't, and so I start like going crazy and I'm like sitting here like, Ugh! and she's like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, it's fine. I love my mom, but my mom is very much one of those moms where yeah. when people came over, which she's, we're very social, like the people come over a lot. Our house needs to look like people don't live there. Of course. Yeah, of course. And I think she's chilled on this because we now have nieces and nephews or grandkids for her that like has made it. So like the mess is a little more accepted again, but we can't let people know we live here. It's very funny because whenever I'm home, I'll leave my meds out um, and so that I see them because if I don't see them, I don't take them. And my mom always goes and puts them away in a drawer because she doesn't like them being just out. And I'm like, but then I won't take them is the thing. I need to see them. I'm like a yep. goldfish. I don't have object permanence. You're like, I'm a medicated queen. Like I literally <laughs> don't deny me of that. <laughs> like, let me take my What do you want from me, Lori? I what need them. I'll get very want? sad. Do you yeah, want me to so be sad? It literally is those moments where you're like, oh my God. And then I like really shame myself when I get really annoyed or irritable with my parents. Mm. So I'm like, oh, they're like doing me such a big favor. And like, this is great. And and I feel like now I'm just trying to like hold space for like both emotions of like, okay, I am literally allowed to be annoyed at them. Like I'm allowed to be annoyed at them. I'm just a human person. Like that is fine. Um, it's not like I'm walking around the house like, fuck you guys. Like... <laughs> It's like, I'm just having moments where I'm like, a little annoyed. And that's just like, okay. So I think like my advice for like, people moving in with their parents is like, it honestly, I mean, for me, it has honestly been way more positive than it has been negative. So I think like, I was really nervous to move home with my parents. Um, but it has been great. And finding like, a thing that is just your thing is really important. So like, mm-hmm. I originally moved back. And my, like, morning walks were, like, the most important thing in the entire world to me. And they still are. And I go on my morning walks every single day. And whether it's, like, you're walking or you're, like, going to read a book or you're playing video games or, like, whatever. Just, like, have a thing that you're, like, this is the thing that is my thing (laughs) that I'm doing. Um, Because that really was a game changer for me of, like, it's a non-negotiable. I also go to, like, bar classes, which I'm really, like, loving. And I'm, like, me and the Pilates moms in southern california we're vibing like it's just like that is my favorite thing in the world um so just like finding a thing that you can really lean into a little bit for emotional support Mm. love that yeah so you spoke about how you're at home so you're not dating now do you miss dating no not really No. no no um no i feel really thankful to not be dating and I think like I feel really thankful that like after the relationship that I was in like I had this time and space to just like not even remotely think about dating like I forget because I feel like when I was single prior like I would always like every day be like on the dating apps or like whatever like I I need to like be doing stuff or like whatever I, I would get so caught in my head of like oh my god it's been 
three weeks since I've had sex. Like, I need to have sex. Otherwise, like, and it wasn't even because I was, like, so overwhelmingly horny. It was just, like, a weird, like, social thing in my mind of, like, I'm lame if I am not, like, actively doing this thing. Um, Mm. So I think, like, releasing that pressure now as, like, an adult, I'm like, okay, I'm excited. I always say, like, I'm excited to be excited to date. Like, right now that's fine. Like I am in my celibacy era and that is so special. I I'm just re-entering dating after not for like two years. And my mom yeah. was infuriated by it. She was always like, why aren't you dating? And I was like, I don't have interest in dating right now. And that was for a variety of reasons, but, uh, and, and I'm just re-entering dating, but I, I loved that time of really purposely not dating. So I think that that's really wonderful. Totally. And I think like some people want to, some people don't like, and it's just like, do, it is really hard to turn down the noise of like what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be Mm -hmm. doing. So like being forced, there's like three gay people in Temecula. So I'm like, even (laughs) if I did want to date, like I probably couldn't, um, I'd be like driving an hour. I'm like, mom, I gotta go do something. Um, so (laughs) I feel like it's just like, I don't know that it's, it's a relief, honestly. So shifting slightly to the theme of being in your parents' house. So you grew up evangelical Christian. Yes. I grew up very Christian. Um, It feels like so interesting, like thinking I I like have separated myself like fully from whoever that girl was. I'm like, Mm. I don't know what she was up to. That was weird though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she was doing, but... No. <laughs> the, vibe, the vibes for that girl were so off. Like, I, I, but like this town, the town that I live in in general is like really white, really Christian, mm. really Mormon. So, like, interesting. Which I'll give the disclaimer there's nothing wrong with being religious. I like that's fine. You can be religious. Totally cool. For me, no. Um, and also, like, for me, I feel like the type of Christianity that I like grew up in was just like filled with so much shame and hate. Mm. And like the town that I grew up in is very like, it's still very like blue lives matter, like blah, blah, blah everywhere. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's burning my eyes. But um, yeah. So it's been interesting. Yeah. So continuing sort of on that of what was your journey to sort of, cause you're queer. What was your journey with your sexuality? Because I know we've spoken about of I'm, super privileged to been the last of six kids who are pretty gay like I never even came out to my parents I just told them I was going on a date with a girl and they eventually kind of put it together yeah um what was your journey with that yeah it's so funny because like I I like was so I was really I went to a really Christian college um Mm -hmm. in LA called Biola horrible well (laughs) I won't go (laughs) I don't love what that school stands for. Um, but, uh, it's literally the biblical Institute of Los Angeles. Um, and they have like a contract that you sign where you're like, not going to drink, not going to smoke, not going to have sex, not going to like, like if you were found out that you were gay or queer, like they'd put you in what they called spiritual development, which is like essentially counseling, Mm. which is similar they did that if they found out that you drank they did that like if they found out you've been having sex it's mandatory otherwise you get kicked out (laughs) if it's changed great if not fuck you guys like literally (laughs) um but so I was at that college and at that time like I don't know when I was around like 
sorry, now I'm like jumping literally all over. But when I was 16, I like was very actively on Tumblr. So I was like very much a Tumblr girly and like came across lesbian porn. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I was like, what is this? Um, And I had like heard a lot about like how horrible porn was and how it's like ruining family. These husbands are addicted to porn. And so I was really nervous about it. But like, I was like, whatever, like, I'm this is like intriguing to me. Um, for whatever reason. And, uh, like, so I started like watching porn and in my brain, I was like, I am horrible and disgusting and addicted to pornography. <laughs> I was like, um, so like for so so many years, I was like, my deep, dark secret is that I'm addicted to lesbian porn. And if anyone <laughs> finds out that I'm addicted to lesbian porn, like I, that's the end. Like that is literally the end. I literally wrote it in my journal and my mom found it. Oh. And I was like, it's like, oh, um, I'm like, why would you? Okay. Um, so I didn't really like identify myself as like, in my brain, I, I wasn't like, oh, I'm queer. In my brain, I was like, I- I'm really gross because I love this. I love porn. Like, it was just about porn for me for like such a long time. <laughs> um, and like, had like pseudo rom- like romantic friendships, like as a lot of queer people do growing up. But yeah. I just, like, didn't really, like, put two and two together in my brain, like, literally at all. So it wasn't until, like, college, I remember, like, one time I downloaded Bumble, and I, like, switched it to (laughs) girls for, like, one night. I was, like, an intern. I was interning, and I was living in Santa Monica, um, and I was, like, okay, this is far enough away from the people that I am around at school that I can, like, see what happens here. So I like switched it to girls, immediately saw someone from my college, like right away. And then I texted all of my friends because I was so afraid that everyone was going to find out. I texted all of my friends like, you guys, like, <laughs> I put girls on my Bumble to see what what Bumble is like from the man's perspective. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it was so random that I did that, like this thing. And everyone was like, okay, like, <laughs> that's weird. Um, so it's just the classic, like from the man's perspective, I was like, that was what I was doing. Um, and even at that point, I wasn't like, I'm queer at that point. I was just like, I don't know. What if I like made out with a girl? Like what then? (laughs) (laughs) And so like after college, I like, I moved straight up to the Bay area after college and really like had separated myself from Christianity. And that was when I like stopped going to church because I was like, I don't really like going to to church. I feel like it doesn't like whatever. I I don't really want to like find a church up here. So that kind of was the start of the separation. Then like met queer people up in the Bay. um, And I was like, oh, wait a second. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. And it was literally, it feels like it was like a one day shift where I was like, actually, you guys, I'm gay. (laughs) 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 It was just like. I'm gay. And then it took like two months. So I never really think that I was like in the closet because I just was like blissfully unaware. I was like, well, maybe not blissfully because I was like, I'm a porn addict. Um, but, <laughs> but I was like, I I like am gay. And then I came out to my parents via writing them a letter. I was living up in the Bay Area. I was like, you will take your time with that and <laughs> do what you will. Um, so it really happened like quick, pretty quickly after that. And I had already not been a Christian. So there wasn't really any like grappling with like my like faith and being gay. I was just like, 
trade one thing for the next. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, dad's side of the family is Jehovah's Witness. Um, and I, I didn't ever really know that side very well growing up because yeah. we were distinctly not Jehovah's Witness. So they really, mm-hmm. they all live in the South and we were from Massachusetts and they really didn't like our vibe. Um, but we have two cousins we've quasi adopted because they got fully excommunicated for uh, being gay, uh, mm-hmm. which is really unfortunate and incredibly sad on so many levels. Yeah. Um, and I know you've spoken about some about how with your parents, you've kind of had to decide that like changing their mind and their opinion on queer people can't be your job anymore. And I imagine that must be really hard. Um, like I, <laughs> I get on my parents sometimes about not quite getting things. And my mom is the type of mom where she gives both my sister and I so many rainbow seamed things <laughs> in our stockings, um, just to like really show that she's supportive. Totally. Um, how is it especially now living at home navigating that sort of like balance yeah yeah it's interesting because and I've really really like gone through like ups and downs I think like my first two years of coming out I because I came out in like 2017 or something so my first like couple of years I was just like mad like I was like so angry all the time at them I was like fuck you guys, like, you don't get it, and you're hateful, and whatever. A lot of that, to me, was warranted. I'm like, yeah, like, I, they also, like, didn't talk to me for a while after coming Mm. out, so there was, like, a lot of anger there, and, um, my brother, I'm, who I'm really close with, was, like, always great, and he was kind of, like, always, like, trying to, like, mediate the conversation of, like, ooh, like, please love your daughter, um, (laughs) and it wasn't that they, like, I don't know, so, okay, angry for the first couple of years for sure then started kind of trying to like reintegrate that them back into my life and like figure out what that boundary was because ultimately I was like it feels really bad for me to go a really long time without like talking to my family which like of course that would feel bad for anyone and the answer is the answer is like not always like go be friends with them <laughs> again. But I think for me, I was like, okay, I want to like test out this boundary and like see what feels good and what doesn't. Um, and they, my last partner was like the first partner they met. Um, they like knew about all of my other partners, but like, I say that like I've had like time, I've had like two others. Um, and um, I think like they have taken their own time with it and they still don't get it. They're never going to get it. I don't think. Um, and releasing that expectation was also just like a relief for me of like, mm. okay, like I do still have conversations with them. We like still like definitely talk about stuff. Um, but it's like, I take a backseat of like, okay, like I don't, there's only so much like me and my mom had a whole conversation like a week or so ago about why, like, why it's frustrating to me that like she believes the way that she believes which again another thing that feels like duh like of course it's frustrating but in her brain she's like I'm not homophobic like I'm not like against gay people and I'm like okay but like you still think like your whole view is like gay people can go to heaven but like they have to be celibate like they can't act on their queerness um Mm. and I, it's just like sitting and having and it's so funny because the, her perception of me too she's like you she's like so why do you like dress like so masculine and I'm like I barely even dress masculine like I just like don't dress like super 
She's like, your mask. I'm like, whoa, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm like, oh I just like God. never knew that. Um, I'm like, I never identified that way, but that's cool. Um, totally nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so it's just like her perception is really limited. And I always try to like mm. remind myself of that, of like, I like, she has never seen a gay person like me. She's never seen a gay person like my friends. And like, I, I don't know. I am just like it taking it a day at a time of, I'm so excited to be around gay people again. Like I can't wait. Um, <laughs> but it's also like, it's like, okay, like right now we're just like, we're just sitting here for a second. So yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's such a, like you said, like a day-to-day balance sort of thing. Like my partner is non-binary and like that's a whole thing. Like I feel like, you know, my parents are really like chill with like my sexuality, but like the hump of the non-binary trans world is like a big one. And I'm just like, I feel you. There's moments where I'm like really angry that they're not understanding. And I'm like, Hey, like, this is just like a person I love and they love me and they treat me well. Like, can't we be happy about that? Um, and it's, it's definitely hard. And like, I am trying my best like day to day to be like, all right, like this is their worldview. And it's not like they're not accepting. They just don't understand to like how, us three would probably understand it and you know you can only do the best that you can yeah Yeah, and it's really interesting because I think like our parents generation like is so much which I'm not speaking for all of them of course but like is so much less open to like something they don't get because I feel like for me like when I like first met someone who was non-binary it was like oh I don't really like understand this but that's fine like right now now of course it's like like feels like so normal to to me which it's like something that's so taboo for like our parents where I'm like that's actually can you just respect the person like can you just like be like this is a person that is like how they identify that's how they like live their life like it's not hard like it's actually so simple yeah no I remember having very similar experiences like being we went to school for musical theater and people I would say more like towards our junior senior year were starting to come out as non-binary did I have a full understanding of it no but just like you said like this is what this person wants like totally like I'm just gonna respect you and your pronouns like that is it like no questioning it no like I just don't really understand this (laughs) like this is I'm who like, they are. Who am I? Like, who am I to say? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just like what really cracks me up about a lot of it is I'm, well, cracks me up is not the right word because it's not really funny, but like, I'm just like, I don't like, you guys are all up in arms about these things. And it's like, you ultimately like don't know what is right and wrong. Like, with like who's going to heaven and who's going to hell and like whatever and all this stuff. I'm like, I think what was really difficult for me with like Christianity was I was like, I like, you don't know, like, you don't know you have faith. That's great. Like you can have faith. That's not a bad thing, but like, you don't know, <laughs> like you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, for me, I'm like, I would much rather like live my life with like love and light um, in the way that I see that um, versus like this, like, hate, like hate. I'm like, what do gay people have to do with it? Just like believe in heaven and follow God and like, whatever, like leave gay people out of it. I mean, if gay people, it's always really interesting to me too, talking to people who are gay and Christian, because I'm like, 
just so intrigued by it. I don't think, like, mm. I absolutely think you can be gay and Christian. For me, it's, I, like, never tried. But, like, it is just really interesting. Yeah, I, I've struggled a lot with that anger. Not at, like, my parents, but so my mom's side of the family, who I grew up really, really close with, I've watched over the last decade our families kind of split peel off from each other because they got progressively more religious and more conservative and we got less and less so and it's like it like I still haven't really fully gotten over that anger of like it's you say that you love me and you care about me but you don't care about like my rights like this is you can't say you love me and not also accept this and it's been my dad grew up like my dad's 70 he's he's on the older side uh, and he grew up Jehovah's Witness like a very crazy very conservative world and it's been really strange watching him because so he has six kids half of us are gay and one of my siblings is trans and like came out as trans before I feel like it's now like very much a known thing but like my brother started kind of transitioning to some level I think probably when I was 11, so like well Mm -hmm. over a decade ago, before it was really known. And my dad definitely doesn't always understand by any means, but he tries, and that means a lot. I mean, he still fucks up my brother's pronouns a lot, and it's been, again, over a decade. But it, it makes me angry when people don't at least try. Yeah, I mean, it just feels so hypocritical to me because it's like, And I do have friends who are Christian and they are very like progressive and accepting and and whatnot. So I'm like, there is a way to do this where you're not hateful, racist, Mm -hmm. homophobic. Like there is actually a way to do this and you're, you're making the choice not to like, Mm -hmm. so that is what feels really frustrating to me. Cause like also my brother, my brother and his wife are still like really religious as well, but like very open accepting, like, have a lot of queer friends and stuff too so it's like like make it make sense to me like why is it like why it it doesn't have to be an either or like you can like I mean I think I have a hard time with religion just like in general um but I don't know I'm just like you can you can also actually like be less stressful about it like just like be nice it's just like the hypocrisy of it annoys me of like yeah. You say that you're following it because the Bible says it. The Bible also says you can't wear multiple different fabrics at one time and you can't eat lobsters. Like, and you don't seem to care about that rule. So why can you cherry pick when it's convenient for you? No, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, I grew up going to church services talking about how being gay was wrong. And I was like, you all are a little too fixated on this for my comfort. Like, I feel like y'all are all... LGBTQs, but why, that's fine. Why like, do you I, why do you care who much who I'm fucking if they're they if we're all consenting adults so to it? Why do you care? Much. Like so much. As someone who was like in the church, it's like if there was like a rumor that someone was gay or like whatever, it was like, oh my god. And I'm sure I was just like horny for it when I like her. I was like, what? But like, <laughs> I, feel like I feel like it's just like. It was such a scandal. And, like, even in my high school, there was um, a class, like, it was my geography class or something. Not geography. Government. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Where we, they made us debate on whether or not gay people should get married. This was, like, when Prop 8 was, like, all out. And they're, they're like, having these, like, 
I don't know how old was I, probably like 14 or 13 or something, like getting up in front of the class with a Bible and like four other classmates being like, literally gay people can't get married because of the Bible. (laughs) And like, everyone's cheering because it's like, everyone's Republican (laughs) in that, in that class. Like, I mean, everyone, when I was young growing up, Temecula is like, well, I'm not going to say it's getting more progressive because I don't know. But um, like when I was growing up, like all the popular kids, like being Republican was like the cool thing, which is so bonkers to me now where I'm like, whoa. Um, So sorry to everyone in that uh, government class that where I debated against gay (laughs) rights. I was literally so gay. So (laughs) sorry. That's That's my formal apology. Don't cancel me i I remember in like high school i would so like a little bit about my journey was like my my partner that i'm currently with was my first kiss and at the time they identified as female and then i went on to have a relationship with one of my best friends and then i was like that period of my life is over. I am straight now and like brain uh, like compartmentalize that part of my totally. life. And I remember like being in high school being like, there's got to be some gay people in here. Like which one of us is going to be gay? Like, I was like, I was like, there's no gay people yet. Like, it's not going to be me, but like, which girls are going to be gay? Like there's going to happen. You're like, you're like taking notes. You're like, which girls are gay? Like literally, literally it's just like so interesting because also like I grew up in a you know a pretty like progressive area like not like no yes I went to like CCD in Sunday school but like once I was out of that like I didn't really go to church anymore and like nobody really gave a fuck about it and um like but still like being gay like or coming out like in middle school and high school like it was just like the biggest thing ever like I remember like not wanting anybody to find out like what was happening in my life behind closed doors like it was so so scary I remember meeting like one of our good family friends their cousins were visiting and we had a conversation with them and they were like of course we bully the gay kids for being gay why wouldn't we and we were Uh, like oh god literally like the first person I ever came out to I told my best friend in high school that I thought I might be bi and she said I don't think you are and I went you're probably right and then it took me two more years you're like actually no you're you're onto something well it's because you you just like want someone to tell you that you're not gay because you're so afraid of being gay you're like yeah oh thank god you're like oh thank god you don't think I'm gay it's like I feel like I was so like does everyone think that I'm gay for like such a long time and I'm like no one is actually thinking of you, but sure, girl. Like, everything. <laughs> so it's just, like, I, I remember there was, like, one, there was a group of queer kids at my high school who were the, like, their hair was blue, like, whatever. And it was so, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's so ew. And, like, there was a queer person who, like, would wear, like, ma- men's cologne and stuff. And, like, all of us were, like, oh, my God. We, like, can't believe that they're, like, wearing, like, men's cologne. And, like, that's, like, so crazy. And it's, like, whoa. I would have literally, again, horrible vibes. Like, I don't know that girl. Like, she was so scary. <laughs> I was just, like, in my Abercrombie, like, I'm straight. Like, I'm literally straight. I'm looking for a man. <laughs> Okay, well, as our last question, we always ask people, what is something that you felt clueless about recently? It can be big or like mine literally so many times is like, hey, how often are you meant to empty your uh, 
vacuum because I don't know and I have an open mind in a long time and I'm just hoping that that's not bad. Yeah. I saw a TikTok just recently went viral that said that babies don't drink water, which was like what? crazy and from you can't a baby like can't have water for like a really long time in the beginning of their life. For like a long babies time. Seem really easy to kill. Yeah, I'm like what do you mean? Like I, so that I let me look it up. But I'm like babies they can't have it for like I'm not going to say two years because I would literally be a toddler, but for like a while, like they like can't be drinking water. It's like toxic to them. Oh my gosh. That is so interesting. That is so crazy. I never would have thought. I was like, what? Like that would be the first thing that I would give it actually. I'd be like, <laughs> I mean, I and I don't want children. Don't worry everyone. Like I'm literally not having kids, but like, don't they need, aren't they thirsty? Like, are they not thirsty? I love water. I, Why don't they like, like hydrate hydrate or dehydrate I remember when I when I first met my nephew who was the first of my nieces or nephews to be born when I met him like in the hospital and he'd been in the NICU for a while I remember I met him and I was like he looks ugly as heck I thought babies are supposed to be cute like this looks like a weird little alien shriveled thing like totally gross get 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 away from me literally get him an Owala water bottle like he needs some water yeah Oh my God. I'm dead. I'm he looks dead. dehydrated. His skin yeah. could use some plumping. Oh no, okay. I'm Where can I the just... people find you? The people can find me on TikTok. The last time I did a podcast, I literally didn't know my username. I think it's Brittany Britt underscore Reynolds, but I'm on TikTok. And then if you literally just look up Brittany Debt, you'll find me. <laughs> um, and then uh, Instagram is this probably the same username. Amazing. See, you and Audrey are so similar. Audrey doesn't know her usernames either. We did get asked by someone else on a podcast today what your Instagram is. And I said, I know my Instagram. It's a.j.flowers. I don't know what my TikTok is. No, no. I think it's either underscore or period. I don't know. Just like do a quick Google search. (laughs) We'll find it. We'll find it. Yay. And as always, you can find us uh, at TikTok and YouTube on Completely FCK, ING Clueless. And on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic week, everyone. And don't forget to be motherfucking motherfuck- Clueless. Woo! This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.